0: Welcome, everybody, to the Polynesian Sports Weekly Recap. I am Lance Faletongo. What's up, everybody? I'm Forrest Odom. And we are here, ready to recap and break down all the football games and, and whatever else we want to talk about. Forrest, how's the week going, man? How was your uh, how was your weekend? It was cool, man, but, I mean,
1: football-wise, I don't know. We just need to do something.
0: Yeah. We're they going just- to dive into the Raider yeah. situation. But uh, Notre Dame won, convincingly. And I think they move up in the standings.
1: So I'm hoping, uh, have like a glimmer of hope to get into the playoffs. They need some teams to lose. Cincinnati would be key for them to lose. Hmm. Uh, that would be key uh, just because they're the last team to get into the playoffs at the moment. I think because uh, Oregon, and I'm sorry because we are filming in the Pacific Northwest, but ha-ha anyway
0: uh, (laughs) Oregon lost what were they number three they didn't lose bro they got dismantled by Utah right like who loses to
1: Utah no offense to everybody in Utah but Utah
0: (laughs) Utah now number 16 okay yeah and uh,
1: Oregon now number 11 oh
0: my goodness yeah that's tough that is uh, That's the eight. A- okay, so that's the AP twenty five. Where, where's the CFB? Where's the uh the
1: playoff rankings? Yeah, I know, well, I know they're not far anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, this is okay. So, what's up, Georgia? Is is that team? Georgia, hey man, they. You know, what I mean, even like, uh, I'm
1: not like a Bama fan, but I like Bama. I like uh, what Nick Saban does there with the getting everybody prepared for the league. And, you know, he puts out quality players. They put out quality, but their defense this year is a little suspect. They, I mean. Alabama? Yeah. We, I, mean, I remember before they had like, like when Tua was there, Tua was really good. Their offense was, it was good. But it was their defense really that I think uh, got them all the wins and because their defense was solid, you know. But this year, yeah. I don't know if it's it's their uh, backfield. The DBs are a little shaky, but, yeah. Georgia, Georgia's the fullback. Their defense looks so good. Uh, they got giant people on that defense, on that <laughs> defensive line. Oh, my gosh. They're huge. Um, and then they're really rolling on offense. Uh,
0: yeah, they look good. They look good. Let's see, uh, Oregon now 9-2, and all the way down to 11. Um, Is there any way Oregon can get back into the the college football playoff? I mean, there's only one game left, right?
1: With two losses, that's tough. But there is maybe just also just a glimmer of hope, too, because Bama has to play Georgia. So either one of those teams is going to – like, Bama already has one loss. You know, and so if they get, I don't know how the the the, the committee is going to justify
0: keeping Bama mm-hmm. if they lose to Georgia. <clears throat> so if Bama loses to Georgia, they would have two losses as well. Right. <clears throat> okay, I don't know if the Ducks are going to be able to come all the way back from. No, I don't. Ever. I don't. Yeah. Damn. I mean, Notre
1: Dame has a shot uh, from outside. That would since he. All they have left I think is East Carolina. I haven't seen East Carolina play all season so I don't know how tough that game is going to be for them but
0: so Ohio State in the in the 25 they're number 2, Alabama number 3, Cincinnati number 4, Notre Dame number 5, Michigan number 6. No, oh, there you go
1: Michigan. So I still think oh man, I don't know if I would pick Michigan over Alabama even with two losses.
0: Man, just it's- because- it's yeah. almost the end of the season, right, for college.
1: Yeah, no, everybody has either one or two more games, and then the other conferences have their uh, championships. Yeah, conference championships. So.
0: Do those do conference championships count as like a like a playable game to that goes towards yeah. your ranking yeah. for yeah. the college football playoff? Yeah, they're, they're still considered. Hmm. And so that's where Batman
1: and and. Uh, and Georgia are going to play SEC championship, I think.
0: And Georgia is going to win that? I think so.
1: But I have, a, I have a, just a little percentage of hope that Emma wins. And I was excited too because uh, Henry Toto transferred over there this year nice. from Tennessee.
0: He's a really good player, so uh, yeah. Let's... Uh... Maybe, yeah, okay. What does Notre Dame need to do to get in? They just what they
1: uh, who do they play next? Uh, they actually haven't. Oh, they play Stanford next. Stanford just actually lost, uh, was an upset loss to Cal.
0: Stanford's one of the teams that beat Oregon, right? Stanford and Utah,
1: no, no, uh, Ohio State. No, Ohio State, sorry, Oregon. Was it Stanford that beat? I I don't know,
0: I don't remember. Let's let's look here. Well, I know Utah did. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, shout out to the Utes. Coach, uh, being coached up, there's a ton of parties on that coaching staff. Nice. <laughs> let's break down uh, some NFL games. Let's do that. Did you see the Patriots beat the Falcons twenty-five to zero? I did. <laughs> Cause it was like. Thirteen to zero, and then all of a sudden the defense went off, and Travis scored twenty eight points against me, just using the New England defense. Look, I had Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, we're going off topic real quick. I had Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler, and I almost lost. Bro, I ended up winning, but I I was like down. Well, the there was a
1: couple of dudes that didn't perform. That's why for you so
0: oh my gosh the uh well underperformed sorry well and the guy i was going with uh going against travis he had aaron Rodgers 33 points adam thielen 22 jalen waddle 20 travis kelsey 18 elijah moore for the jets almost 30 points and then new england 28 points and i was like am i gonna lose with a 50 point performance from jonathan taylor well, damn it, Travis! I would have been number one. Why didn't you win? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, his running backs. His running backs were. Uh, he's got to figure out his running back situation because he's got Ty Johnson for the Jets and Dearness Johnson, uh, still for the uh, Cleveland Browns.
1: That's tough because those guys barely played
0: yeah yeah he's by I me mean, he's got he's got a bunch of wide receivers he's got kelsey he's got aaron Rodgers. he's, he's gonna be all right i think he might he might make the playoffs so patriots 25 to zero mac jones did okay matt ryan did not do okay I, man I, what do you think I, about matt ryan do you think I, matt I, ryan's I, still got some some playing time left maybe not as a starter anymore i don't know Damn, huh? he, i think he might be ready to teach somebody you know <laughs> and for somebody to be the Chase Daniel to be the backup yeah the um, Andy Dalton I mean he's he's done a lot in his career it's funny cuz Oh for sure yeah
1: gosh he could have had a super bowl that sucks for him
0: mm, he's up 25 points should have had a super bowl yeah yeah so i mean oh well <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Matty Ice not doing it anymore. Mac Jones, Mac Jones did all right. Mac Jones is looking, uh,
1: I don't believe the hype like everybody else, but I also think he's a much better quarterback than uh, yeah, than I thought he was going to be. And in the offense that he's yeah, in, with the yeah. check, he doesn't have to do all uh, like what Herbert's doing at the moment,
0: you know? Yeah, he can kind of chill and dissect and manage. You know yeah, the game manager. Manage, yeah. Would you yeah. do you think Mac Jones is a better rookie than Tom Brady was? Um, just like from a start, the, from a starting off point.
1: I think so. I think so because I mean, Tom Brady. Well, you know what? I don't know because Tom Brady didn't get to play his rookie like Mac mm-hmm. Jones is playing now. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, Tom Brady had the uh, where did where do you go Michigan. Michigan, and he had to battle against Drew Hansen. He had to. He, he was not the starter. The no, at, at Michigan, no, he wasn't. Yeah, and then he, he was like the sixth or seventh quarterback taken in his draft. Mac Jones taken in the first round. So I mean, there's, there's, there's a case to be made that from a starting point in the league. Mac Jones is starting from kind of like a, a with better a better situation, better tools, kind of just a oh definitely. better passer right now. Definitely, but <clears throat> I so so I, many people have started off well, right, and, and then not not many have won six Super Bowls. No seven, I don't even. and I
1: think uh, <laughs> not, not to take away from Tom Brady's greatness, and that hurts for me to say because oh my gosh. Anyway.
0: You don't like Tom Brady?
1: <laughs> it's not that you know what I like him now that he's in Temple. <laughs> How about we say that? <laughs> I kind of like him now that he's in Temple. Oh, but I, but I'm not one of those uh, super haters who be like, "Nah, he's garbage." No, he's he's the greatest quarterback within the last two decades, I guess. Um, maybe of all time, maybe of all time. But I, so, not to take away from his talents, but. I think both of them benefited from uh, playing for Belichick. And I think Belichick was, and also McDaniels. I think both of them came up with a game plan Ooh, yeah. for Mac Jones right now. And whoever was the offensive coordinator when um, Tom Brady got into the league, Belichick was uh, really good at sitting down with his coordinator and quarterback coach at that time and set a good plan for Brady's growth. And they brought out the most of his talent while he mm. was in, in New England and then hey talent is talent, you know, so you can't take it away once he leaves. Obviously you can see that while he's in temple. But I think uh, I think their coaching staff really brought his talent out really well. They were able to he was able to develop there really well.
0: The the debate of who the Patriots owe their championship success to more between Brady or Belichick. That's hard. That's that hard, is. That's a think, conversation. Yeah,
1: I don't think um, there's any championship. Brady's not there, but I
0: also don't think Brady
1: turns into Brady without Belichick.
0: Ooh, okay. So they needed each other. And I they, think so. They wouldn't. It none. It wouldn't have happened with anybody else. They I had to so. do it. They had to do it together. Together. Yeah.
1: And so, and then everybody's gonna say, "Well, look at him in Tampa." Yes. Look right. At him in Tampa. That's because he benefited from. Everything that he was able to go through in New England with Belichick,
0: he was built up into a situation where he could leave and continue his success.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm not just built to. I think, like I said, I think he was that good, but they were just really, really, really good at developing
0: mm-hmm.
1: him to his full potential.
0: As a as a coach, what do you do when you see? you know, like a, like a young up and coming player with the potential to be good. Is there a certain way that you're like, you're just talking to them? Like, Hey, you've got what it takes. You just got to put in the work. you got to listen to the, you know, the game plan and what we've got set up for you. How do you, how do you coach potential into greatness?
1: Uh, That's tough. I mean, I'm a players coach. So, I mean, uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm not just saying that to pop out of a, a hard question, but um, you have to really learn each player. Like, so if you do see someone on your team who has potential, because you really want to see all the kids on your team and say they all have potential, you know? Mm-hmm. But if there's that one or two players that you have on your team, you're going to have to learn them too, because the game now is a lot more psychological um, uh, than it was back in the day. Like the development. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, yes, you're going to talk to him and he's got to believe that you believe in him. Uh, Because if he doesn't, then he's not going to do the work you need him to do. You know what I mean? If you don't, if he doesn't believe you believe in him, why would he listen to you in the first place?
0: (laughs) You know? If he doesn't believe you.
1: Yeah. So if you're there, it's just, I mean, you got to be sincere about it, uh, developing somebody like that. Yes, coaches lie to you and they're going to tell you stuff like, oh, you I know, mean, I did it all for him, his development, his future. No, some, some of it's going to be because you want to look good, too. That's, I mean, it uh, doesn't mean you're selfish because you want to win because that's what you're supposed to be doing as a coach. But it has to be more unselfish than it is selfish for you at the end of the day.
0: The Patriots are on top of the AFC East 7 and 4. The Falcons are at the bottom of the NFC South at 4 and 6. All right. Uh, here was a big game. The Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, uh hosting the Indianapolis Colts, and Jonathan Taylor comes in for five touchdowns, and the Colts win 41 to 15. The Bills are no longer in first place in the AFC East. They're in the wild card spot now, um, and the 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 Bills are six and four. They're like a game away from being five hundred. Yeah, like five and five. Like, what is what is going on with Josh Allen? Like, I don't he, know if it's
1: just Josh Allen either, because I mean, how much have we heard from Diggs?
0: Oh man, right. So. We, he did barely anything. Yeah.
1: And that's like in the last two or three games. I mean, he hasn't had like horrible games, but Stefan Diggs, you know. So uh, teams are being able. And I think also, again, and this is going to sound like redundant or like uh, Captain Obvious answer, but um, their run game needs to pick it up, you know. Mm, yeah. Like you hear every analyst, every coach say during an interview or during a game. Um, it's, it, it'll go vice versa. Pass will open up the run, or the run will open up the pass. And right now, they don't have a steady running game.
0: Mm-mm, not at all. This one, the the stats are a little skewed, but Buffalo right. rushed thirteen times, ninety-one yards total. Uh, Matt Breida, the leading rusher for them, five, <clears throat> five carries, fifty-one yards. Had a uh, one one carry for almost thirty. So not a lot of running going on on the other side however.
1: Well they got they got behind quick
0: and right, right
1: which doesn't make any sense because if Jonathan Taylor was doing most of the scoring and and you know the running like like uh when Sony had like 106 yards. So yeah. I mean that's oh yeah. They really just put it all on Jonathan Taylor's shoulders and was like, well I mean just like how Tennessee wanted to ride um Henry to the playoffs. The Colts are peaking at a really good time mm. and they have that running back that they can just throw everything on his shoulders and he's going to take you to the best. I don't know how good they will be in the playoffs because teams show up differently in the playoffs, but John, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, and he doesn't just do like, like, you know I mean? 32, 10, you know what I mean? five yards here no he he picks up chunks of yards on a lot of his runs
0: had a long of 40 on Sunday yeah see
1: and and if he gets loose uh I guess you're not you're not going to chase him down and that's what's scary about him is that he can run between the tackles but once he once he gets you know you get behind him you won't Mm -hmm. be able to run him down 30,
0: 32 carries, hundred and eighty-five yards, four rushing touchdowns, three catches, nineteen yards, and a receiving touchdown. Fifty-three fantasy points. Come on, skip, let's go. That's funny. And then man, early in man. the season,
1: I was about to offer you like something ridiculous for Jonathan Taylor. Like, man. And now I know you'll never give it <laughs> <laughs> Not now. No, it's too uh, late. Damn it. Man.
0: I think the man, I think the trade deadline is is has passed for Yahoo uh fantasy. I think in ESPN it's like December third or something. Mm. Um Yeah, Jonathan Taylor would be hard to trade. Like any running back, any decent running back is just <clears throat> they're rare. Like you can find people that catch the ball, like elijah moore rondell moore like jameson yeah. crowder i'm naming yeah. Jets, Corey davis <laughs> Where? you can find people that can submit productive fantasy performances from the wide receiver position not right, so much right. from the running backs like to find a, a productive running back that's consistent is super tough and i think I don't think I'll ever trade a running back, unless it's for something great, like a better but, running back. Well, she's.
1: that's what I, like, I mean, I had some pretty, man. So I'm still hoping my, my guy comes back uh, in Cleveland. And he's hurt right now. If Hunt comes back, I'll be all right. You know, if he comes back and they give him, I'll be all right. He's sitting on my bench right now on IR.
0: Um. But I Kareem mean, Hunt, know. Nick Chubb, Darnish Johnson, all super talented runners for, for Cleveland. And Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb's back, right? Yeah, he's back. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. But Kareem Hunt might be the backup or the receiving back, but he's uh, – does he get as many snaps as Chubb? Because it's always like a pretty even production split. Yeah, like no, they, they, they both have they, 100 they yards almost, or something.
1: Yeah, they almost split um, uh, carries. Uh, wow, and so I know before they were doing it they'd have Chubb on one whole series unless he's tired then they you know he'd play the whole series Then then they'd switch off every series so I mean yeah but I mean the Colts are pretty scary too because Hines is a really good running back for them too if they well, oh, yeah. when they start giving him carries he produces mm-hmm. he produces so I mean what did he have? I think he had like three carries his last game, four carries. Oh, yeah, see, four for thirty-one. That's that's good production. 7.8 yards a carry. Sheesh.
0: Yeah, they didn't really target him. I mean, I guess they didn't they didn't, they didn't really need to throw it, right? Yeah, because yeah. Jonathan Taylor was going ahead and running that rock. Five touchdowns for Jonathan Taylor as the Colts beat the Buffalo Bills. Both teams are second place in their divisions. Colts six and five, Buffalo six and four. I don't so the Colts just need to skip I mean they need they they have to win more games to get ahead of the Tennessee Titans who are like 8 and 3. And so, they're on the fall at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're uh they're re- re- reeling from you know losing Derrick yeah. Henry and then more pressure on Tannehill. So it, is this where Tannehill shows that he's not that guy. Yes, exactly. This is where he <laughs> proves me right. <laughs> You weren't wrong. You were just early. Unvindicated. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Uh, The Washington football team goes to Carolina. Cam Newton, starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, goes ahead and uh, runs it in for a 21-yard rushing touchdown. And then then sprints for the Panthers logo. And uh, spikes the ball right there, puts it down. Gives him the Superman celebration. Uh, Carolina crowd goes wild. I think it was fourteen to seven with that touchdown. Uh, but yeah, but I, I think Watch. they were right. Uh, I heard one of the
1: commentators say during the game that he was so hyped that the energy was so strong. By the time he gets to like the second half, he's going to be burnt out. Oh, yeah, his emotions were so high. He was so just ready to play. His energy was so high in that first half that he might've just burnt himself out in the second half. And, uh, Oh, shout out to my Shout out to our local kid, man. Another fumble recovery. Let's Uh, go Frankie Lou, man. Oh, it's another one. Like, like we said last time he's the preparation he's done Mm -hmm. from the time he's gotten into the league. And now, I mean, yeah, he worked hard when he first got in, but the way he works now is unbelievable. He knows what he's good at. He knows what to maximize when he's getting ready in the offseason. So, and it makes him so much of a better player now that he's with Carolina When then when he was with the, the Jets. You can see everything he wanted to do when he was with the Jets, but, I mean, he wasn't quite there. And I think now, oh, man, he's such a good guy. I mean, nice. To have on your team, to have in the locker room, to have on the field, his energy is unmatched. I think, uh, in that locker room, probably, and uh, and if you're listening, go over to the voting for the Pro Bowl and uh, vote our guy in, man, for special teams. Hey, he's on there. So let's get Frankie to the Pro Bowl on special
0: teams, man. Frankie to the Pro Bowl, man. Keep, her, keep, bro, keep doing what you're doing. Frankie Luvu in there at the right, like you said, right place, right time. And the preparation, yep. the preparation, he's ready. He is, you know, ready to react when uh, when, when the that weird comes, yeah. shaped ball comes bouncing along to him. And my guy yep. jumped on that fumble. Let's go. Yep. The. Uh, go ahead. Washington football team final score though twenty seven to twenty one. I mean, hey, another guy that helped you win this uh, week, McLaren. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, showed up this week. Good Scary game. Terry yeah. needed all of that. He had a hundred and nine yards on five catches and the touchdown. Yeah. The. Man, so tied after a uh, Cam uh fourth quarter touchdown, uh, from Cam Newton to CMC, twenty-seven yard touchdown pass, and then in the last four minutes, uh, Washington, uh, kicked two field goals, uh, to put it out, and then Cam just didn't have enough time to get back in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and How do I make them stop? Yeah. Um, how do you, uh, how do you think Cam Newton's going to do for the rest of the, the year? Like if they, I think like... he's
1: going to, I, I think he's going to do good. Um, and I think the coaching staff right now is doing a good job at playing to his talents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was part of the, uh, I think that was part of his struggle in New England that the offense wasn't really geared towards him. And just like, uh, any New England player when or in the, just like the organization, when the player comes in, they're not really trying to like change the whole scheme for the player. Right. They're gonna want to have him come in and, and uh run what they want to run instead of trying to scheme it for their quarterback. And I think that was part of the problem. Um, he wasn't he's definitely not Mac Jones. I think he's better than Mac Jones still, but he wasn't that stay in the pocket he can be but not the way that New England wanted him to run the offense and as you, I mean his first touchdown yeah, with uh, right. Carolina was a run from the goal line when his first game back and then he's got another running one now um I know he's a little older so he probably not want to be running like that <laughs> all the time <laughs> you know oh uh, but it serves him well hes still got the wheels on him mm-hmm. you know he's still got a cannon for an arm Uh, I think Carolina has no choice right now, but to kind of shape the offense to him right now. So,
0: yeah. Where where is Sam Darnold? Is he still hurt? He's still hurt. He's still hurt. So,
1: I yeah. Right now, Carolina, I don't know if they're regretting signing him like that. that They brought
0: Cam Newton
1: back. So that speaks more to the
0: backups right now at the moment. So, wait, who replaced Cam Newton in Teddy uh, Bridgewater? Yeah, when yeah, it was Bridgewater first. And then Darnold?
1: Then Darnold. Okay. And he got hurt. Then they had P.J. Walker come in. And then, so, like, um, P.J. Walker just wasn't doing it for them.
0: What? They gave him, like, a game and a half. I, well, hey, man, I mean – there's only 17 games. We don't right. have time. Right. <laughs> like, um, you
1: know, maybe if you got hurt in the beginning of the season. Right the... now, because they, they still have a chance to make playoffs. So, yeah, uh, that's exactly what, what that move was about, is getting into a better situation, trying to make the playoffs.
0: The oh. Carolina Panthers, let's see, two, four, six, eight. They're now tenth or tied for ninth behind the Philadelphia Eagles at five and six. And then there's a bunch of five win teams uh, crowding up that kind of wild card, the NFC wild card slot. And right that? now there's
1: three hot teams coming in because uh Minnesota, Philly and school sure right now look really well, like these last couple of games,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they, they look pretty good. I know Minnesota just kind of eked out that win, but it was that was a really big win for them. So Carolina, you know, he's, they're 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 gonna have to play better if they're gonna want to make it past those three teams that, who are
0: ahead of them at the moment. I think the AFC West is gonna send three teams to the playoffs, maybe four if the Broncos get their stuff together. All right, Lamar Jackson did not play this week. Didn't need to. <laughs> Didn't need to. Uh... And I,
1: I never thought I'd hear anybody more country than Jameis Winston until I heard. <laughs> 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 until I heard Tyler Huntley after the game. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, you know, he was like. Lamar Uh-oh. called me and said, "Do your thing," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." Yep. Hey, and he it. did. Well, I mean, he, he went, was right? good at he was good at Utah, though. He was really good at Utah. Tyler Huntley, twenty six to thirty six, two hundred nineteen yards and a interception. Any any running seven seven rushes he for forty said, yards. That's good. Okay, 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 raises the floor there. How did uh? Man, so Justin Fields exits this game with a rib injury. And, and we'll Andy, be back for Andy the next. Dalton comes back. Oh, whoa,
1: what? Is he out yeah, Andy, for a while? Andy Dalton starting the next game.
0: Oh, come
1: on. So I don't know if it's because they're just kind of just want to bring him back slowly or uh he's actually like pretty hurt. I heard it was his ribs. So. <sighs> That's tough to come back from like right away, especially if they're bruised uh, severely or they might even have a small uh, fracture. So,
0: ooh, dang!
1: Fractured ribs. Let me tell you right now. I mean, you you hear fracture, you think okay, that's pretty serious. But you're thinking, ah, it's just his ribs. He'll be all right. Like you know, you can pat it. No, if your ribs are fractured, my ribs were fractured once. Or bruised, sorry, they're like really bruised. So I can imagine if they were fractured. Mm. Just breathing like lightly hurts so bad. Oh wow. Yeah. Like man. So I can only imagine if they are fractured, um uh, the kind of pain that he's you, you have to go
0: through mm-hmm. daily. Damn. So yeah. Uh man, yeah, hopefully uh speedy recovery, but the red rifle will be uh, taking over Andy Dalton in relief of Justin Fields eleven of twenty three two hundred one yards two touchdowns, uh, for a passer rating of one hundred seven point three. <clears throat> he almost he almost won this game. Right? You think you think he's got another
1: uh, starting season left in him? Andy Dalton? Yeah, maybe not for Chicago, but man,
0: mm-hmm. I I just don't know who would like rather take Andy Dalton than like draft a new quarterback or like we'd have to see who the free agent, who the available quarterbacks are now, but I don't see Andy Dalton really. I mean, the Bears did it just this year. They chose him, you know, even though they mm-hmm. were planning on, or even though they ended up picking a, a quarterback in the early draft, but I don't know. Some of these quarterbacks that, that were doing okay for so long, they're just getting older. The defenses right. are getting faster. It's, right, you know, what they are used to seeing might be getting disguised a little bit better now. So, I don't know. Like, you, you see Andy Dalton, Matt Ryan. Who else? Cam Newton. Just kind of older quarterbacks that, you know. People have already seen all their tricks, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. especially if you're an athletic quarterback who is aging, now you're you're losing some of that speed, some of that acceleration. Which would be
1: which would be Andy Dalton and Cam Newton, man. Because Matt Ryan's is the exact opposite; he's not mobile at all, yeah. and that hurts him really bad. Because I mean,
0: the let's see, the Ravens now seven and three, second place in the AFC, while the Burrs. Where are the bears? The Bears are third from the last. (laughs) You gotta look a little lower. (laughs) lower (laughs) The Bears are third from the last in the NFC. All right. Well, you know, hopefully uh, Justin feels heels because I he's man.
1: I think I'm keeping him. The the only two Bears fans that I know. Uh, Fonzo and and uh, Jared Reed you say Fonzo wasn't he a Bears fan?
0: I thought Fonzo was a Raider fan. No, no, no. You know he's definitely not a Raiders fan. He said definitely no. Maybe, Maybe he's not a Raiders fan. He said hell no. <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys have had that conversation before. Is yeah. he a, is he a Lions fan? I hope not. The Lions lose again, thirteen to ten to the Cleveland Browns. I the know, to win, though. Why didn't they win? Just not in the cards for them this year. <laughs> man, Jarvis Landry for the 16-yard run to open it, and then Nick Chubb with a reception for a touchdown had it 13-0. And then in the third quarter, DeAndre Swift scores on a 57-yard run to make it 7-13. And then halfway through the fourth quarter, the Lions get a field goal, and that's where the where that's where the scoring stops ten to three. So yeah, they had a chance. Who was Tim Boyle? Tim Boyle was the quarterback. Jared Goff was out, right? Oh, I, I I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. The
1: I uh, I, I did see uh, Baker Mayfield's wife's tweet though. Who? Baker Mayfield.
0: What'd so you say? A,
1: she said that uh, people should stop questioning how her husband's toughness now. Maybe um, they should start calling out the rest of the team after he made that run, being banged Ooh. up and everything. So, yeah, she's basically calling out the rest of the team and how tough they are.
0: Okay, drama. The Ooh. Lions, Lions o nine and one The Browns are 6-5, and 5, which is pretty good. That's like in the wild card. It's pretty good, but for them, like, man, all the hype that they came into the season, mm-hmm. that's tough. It is not in the wild card. Sorry, they're like ninth, 10th. Oh. Where, where is the music coming from? There we go. Um, What up, Will? Hop on here. Come talk about these Cowboys. What happened with the Cowboys? What happened with the Cowboys, Will?
1: Uh,
0: I gotta go to sleep, guys. <laughs> Will's gotta go rest. Uh, let's talk about it. Patrick Mahomes beats Dallas, uh, the Dallas Cowboys in Dak Prescott, 19-9. All right. That's not surprising, is it? Was it?
1: Um, Only because of how the season started for Kansas City. Mm. But, I mean, and it wasn't even like a Patrick Mahomes came in and destroyed them. He kind of just, again, managed the game, but uh, they got Christian Hilaire, oh, Edward Hilaire, sorry, they got him back. Which oh, helped, yep. you No. Know? And their defense stepped up, which is crazy, because Kansas City's defense is horrible. Yo, what is
0: that about? That defense was uh stingy like they i yeah. mean so they they took the lead nine three 16 three in the first half right so second half not as much running the cowboys only finished with 16 rushing attempts uh on the game uh ezekiel elliott finishes with 32 rushing yards tony pollard let's see tony pollard has 70 scrimmage yards dak prescott 28 of 43 216 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, two fumbles, one of them lost.
1: Whoa, what is that? Yeah, I mean, I have him in my other fantasy league, and he basically lost the game for
0: me. Man, Dak Dak Prescott had like .9 fantasy points. I can't have that. That's Which a lot. Tough at,
1: at this part of the year, too. Yo, to exactly.
0: Yeah. We we're positioning for playoffs, trying to come make comebacks, trying to, like, get to the postseason. And Dak Prescott is, has a dud of a game. And the Cowboys do, too. And the Cowboys fall. They were without um, Cooper, who was out with
1: COVID or on the COVID list. And then they lost CD during the game uh concussion protocol who might not play Thursday against the Raiders also.
0: Oh man. they'll be without
1: their two top receivers Thursday maybe.
0: Yeah Cooper tested positive uh I believe no before the game, right? Yeah. And because he's unvaccinated, he'll miss at least 10 days. So yeah. Sunday's game and this Thursday's game.
1: Yeah. And then C D might be out because of concussion protocol.
0: Dang. So that uh, that's just good for the Raiders, right? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna get to the Raiders. Let's another uh, big upset. The Houston Texans beat the Tennessee Titans twenty-two to thirteen. Hey, that was Houston, wild. Houston still got some uh, talent on the team, and like I said,
1: some offenses like they just they don't. And everybody was like, "Oh, well, they have Adrian Peterson." He's not Derek Henry. Maybe, right. maybe before, when he was AP. <laughs> right? Now he's just Adrian Peterson.
0: Vikings, Adrian Peterson. No, that is that's, not that's what the guy that they when,
1: when he was with the Vikings, he was AP. Now he's just Adrian Peterson.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> just a Mister Adrian. Right when when people used to refer to him as his
1: initials, yeah,
0: that yeah. He Adrian Peterson though led the game. In rushing, with forty yards, forty yards, see, and that's crazy. And uh, because
1: I'm a Raiders fan, I'm going to uh, compare it. That the impact that uh, Rugs had to the Raiders right now, and their their collapse right now, and they're on the offense and not being able to get the ball to everybody else anymore, is the same impact that Henry has on Tennessee's offense. You know, so now that they don't have to. Um, fill the box anymore uh, on more plays than they wanted to because mm. they're not afraid anymore of the running game.
0: Are you saying the the recent offensive like flattening for the Raiders is because there's no Henry Ruggs? Yes. I didn't know it was that built around him, like it's, his it's, speed like that. I knew he was fast. So it's, it's not
1: just built around him, but that's what it's built around. So they took that away from uh, – the Raiders and so if you can't go over the top the defenses are more willing to give you everything uh, in front of them, keep the ball in front of them mm-hmm. and now they can scheme to, they can go zone and now Waller Waller has to deal with that and they don't you know, defenses don't have to worry now about uh, playing such a, like a deep zone or having to account come for rugs they can come up now and now they can scheme to have uh, double teams on Waller, you know, or just have a zone where if he's in that zone, there's going to be one guy watching him. and
0: They don't have to worry about some dude yeah. flying past him while they're trying, while to, they're focus trying to pick on Waller somebody short. Okay. So,
1: and so that's why they went and got Deshaun Jackson,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: who still has wheels on him. Uh, he's able to get out there, but, I mean, that's tough for him to come in and try to learn the offense, even though what they should be doing is just really telling him to all right on this play, just run, you know? Cause he's he's definitely not the player Ruggs was, not maybe not even in his prime. And I'm not saying Ruggs is better now than Deshaun Jackson was in his prime, but Ooh. totally different player. Uh he's much better catching the ball and moving with with the ball after the catch. He's probably stronger than Deshaun Jackson is. Uh and I think he's probably a better route runner than Deshaun Jackson was uh in his early career. So he was the was really developing into a full
0: full wide receiver. So um did you see the latest in his case?
1: Um I know that he's wanted back in court and he's not allowed to they put a cap on him doing any alcohol or anything like that. So yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, guess, you know I mean? I guess he missed a test or something that would have uh, avoided his house arrest and sent him to to like wait await trial in jail. But the judge gave him a stern talking to for
1: sure. Wife. And I mean, the kid's he's a kid. He's probably really depressed right now. I'm not saying he's drinking or anything mm-hmm. like that, but he missed something like that. He's probably just in the house just. Not wanting to move anywhere.
0: Yeah. Mm. The okay, so the uh, Houston Texans twenty two, Tennessee Titans thirteen. What is it's
1: what happens when you look ahead of a team?
0: Uh okay. You think <laughs> you think this was a trap game?
1: Yeah, that and also just they've gotta figure out what they want to do on offense.
0: You know Tyra I mean, Taylor went off.
1: So like, so the first thing you see when you see Ryan Tannehill's Hill's numbers is, damn, he had 323 yards. Yeah, but he also had four interceptions. Uh, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, you can throw as much. So, that's
0: what that's, happened.
1: That's what I'm saying. So, out of that 323 yards, I know, and when people hear this, I know they didn't run all these four interceptions back for the equal amount of yards. But if you throw 323 yards, but give it back to them four times within those 323 yards, that negates at least like 200 of those yards. So,
0: yeah. I mean. Oh, man, that's a good point. So, Ryan Tannehill not clutch?
1: Not at all. <laughs> Maybe if he was back in college, still a wide
0: receiver, but not as a quarterback. Sorry. <laughs> Let's, uh, man, the San Francisco 49ers kind of easily handled the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: I- no, they easily, have Devo. Uh, Shout out Debo, Debo and Brian uh Brandon Ayuk. Like and of course it's when I drop Brandon Ayuk on my fantasy team. What's up with two.
0: Debo Samuel had one catch and eight rushing attempts. <laughs> <laughs> the talent of Debo. What, what is this? What is the? What is happening? Debo's like six two, right? He's, he's big, yeah,
1: he's six one, six two. At least he's a big dude.
0: <laughs> Is it because they don't they don't have any running backs? I guess they weren't performing, but
1: you know you 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 want to you hear it every Sunday, and I'm you know what I mean uh, people always say you want to get the ball into your best players' hands, no matter what. Like, and that's why uh, some running backs go out wide and they play out wide, or they put them mm-hmm. in the slot. And that's why some uh, receivers come in and run the ball. Look at uh, Patterson.
0: Cordero um, Patterson for the yeah. Falcons, yeah. But Jamal always- Agnew for the – Agnew, uh, yeah. Oh, for these Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah.
1: So, I mean,
0: yeah. It's, it's a, If you have the person that can do it, why not?
1: Right. And so, like, even Jacksonville, um, they got Chano. He could definitely run the ball for them, too. He's that type of player. He was that type of player at Colorado like you just wanted to get the
0: ball into his hands. Always get the ball into your best player's yeah. hands. Let yeah. them do what they do. And yeah. also Jamal Agnew, I think he had a knee or he had an injury. He's out for the season. Ooh. So, Lavisca Shanott. Lavisca is going to be on the field the entire time. Let's uh Jimmy G finished 16 of 22, 176 yards, two touchdowns. Uh one of those to Brandon Ayuk, one to George Kittle. And then Trevor Lawrence, 16 of 25 for the Jaguars, 158 yards, no touchdowns. James Robinson got into the end zone, needed that. Not much much else going on here. The San Francisco 49ers are now 5-5. and They're in the NFC West, so they're behind. They're ahead of the Seahawks, who aren't doing great. But they're behind the Rams and the first place Cardinals. Are the Cardinals still in first place? Hey, might, yeah, no, they they won. The Cardinals won. Yeah, yeah.
1: with uh, Colt McCoy at quarterback.
0: Ah, yeah, they were playing the Seahawks. And again, I'm not a
1: Seahawks fan, and I don't hate Seahawks fans either. But ha ha
0: Hawks. Let's uh. Let's do these real quick. These two other yeah. games, uh, the Miami Dolphins beat the New York Jets 24-17. The New Orleans Saints lose in Philadelphia to Jalen Hurts and the Eagles 40-29. to Yeah, happy for Jalen Hurts. Good job. Man, you see these, that he broke someone's ankles. So and then... He does. Yo, so yeah. Does. It looks similar to that other rushing touchdown he had earlier in the season where it was I don't know if it was necessarily a read option, but he he took a couple of full sprint steps and then stopped on a dime and that DN just f- face into the ground like Man. he could not he could not turn with him. And I remember that. Mariners, I don't, boom. I don't, yeah, boom, I touchdown. don't remember
1: what team that was, but I can tell you uh Eagles fans which team it wasn't he did that against the Raiders. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
0: I'm just hurt my team off. <laughs> let's uh, let's do that. Let's Let's, do- let's talk about it. The <laughs> oh, Las Vegas Raiders hosted Joe Burrow and the Bengals. The Bengals win thirty-two to thirteen. Derek Carr, how did he do? Nineteen to twenty-seven, two hundred fifteen yards, rough. one touchdown, one interception.
1: And a fumble, he lost the fumble too at the end of the game.
0: Ooh. Yeah. What well, did, uh, how did, did you, were you able to watch this whole thing?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, up until about the fourth quarter, and then, uh, I kind of knew that, uh, I think when they scored, I think it was like 29 or something like that. When they, they
0: scored 19 in the fourth. That's what I'm saying. I was just about to say the
1: score is pretty deceiving, the, uh, because the game was so close up until that. Like, Ooh. Uh, but the Raiders also didn't score their first touchdown till like late in that second quarter. So that was tough. I mean, sorry, fourth quarter. Uh, early in the fourth quarter, uh, he hit Monroe for a touchdown. Beautiful pass, by the way. Just And it was like Jekyll and Hyde. He threw that pass, and then on the next series, she threw that interception. So, like I said, I mean, it's not that it was, I mean, yes, Henry Ruggs, that they're missing because... That's who was uh, running these other plays for them. But they could, I mean, it could have been another receiver that they drafted. The fact that the role that they're missing um, on the field is the role that Henry Ruggs played, you know?
0: The speed field stretcher.
1: Yeah. And not to take away, he was more than, and that's why he was a lot more dangerous. Like, you can't just stick Deshaun Jackson there and expect Mm -hmm. him to do the same because he was more than that for the Raiders. So you had to account for him also coming across the field, catching those balls, you know, route running, because he was really good at route running. So
0: he brought a lot to the team. If you if you can't get Ruggs back to, to do that full speed and other uh, role, how do you change the current Raiders scheme on offense? Does so it need have to be... To,
1: you're going to have to scheme line. now to uh, – well, you're going to have to really, really run the ball better. And it's tough because they do have two really good running backs in the backfield, but their line isn't set right now for – if it was last year's line, but they were built to run that ball. Last year's line was built to run the ball. Uh, and that's why Jacobs has 1,000 yards in each of his first three seasons. Uh, first three, first two, either one. Um and now it's kind of a struggle. I know people are going to say, well, he's injured. Yes, that too, but he, the holes aren't opening up like they were for him last season. Obviously, uh, it's an entirely new line, except for Colton Miller. Because uh, Incognito, by the way, who is just... I don't know what's going on, but at this point, I don't know if he has something on the Raiders that they just can't let him go because he hasn't played the same <laughs> game for him. You know, like... And his timeline keeps getting put back a whole another like, couple more weeks, couple more weeks. Right now, he's on the he's on the payroll, and he's you could be paying someone who could be doing something good for them. But unfortunately, they're not.
0: Um, <clears throat> Some of the uh, Raiders that did well, you know, Derek Carr under under center holding it down. Uh, Josh Jacobs nine carries, thirty seven yards. He also had five catches for twenty four yards receiving. And then you had Darren Waller on eight targets, seven catches, 116 yards. Okay. Is there is there I feel like Hunter Renfro is a really sticky handed slot it guy? Is.
1: They gotta target him more too. They got, I mean, and and if you're gonna like uh and it's tough, man, because it's even I know the same coaching staff is there, but if there's the head coach comes and he's different, he could be telling his coaching staff to scheme things differently. And I'm not saying that he doesn't like Hunter Renfro, but maybe he's got other plans. And when Gruden was there, like, he counted on Renfro heavily. Uh, but, I mean, so what do you have? Like, how many targets did you have? See, four targets. He was four for four, but four targets for Hunter Renfro? That's tough. That's tough. Even one, he can open up the One a things. quarter? Yeah, see? That's crazy. And he's supposed to be your – I mean, I know Waller – obviously is your best player on offense right now. Mm-hmm. But Hunter Renfro's your third down, um your third down everything. They call it third and Renfro. When <laughs> the Raiders go on third down. Literally they, they have a nickname for it. Third mm-hmm. and Renfro.
0: So throw it to Hunter. I like it. Man, and, even in Clemson, they're like in the playoffs and yeah, the championships, yeah. this guy was like always high pointing the ball, just getting both hands on it. Yeah. Always making the catches. Yeah, I mean
1: this might be a little, like, also biased because he played for the Raiders, but he was that good. I think he he could really develop into uh, just as good as Wes Wilker was.
0: Nice.
1: Same type of player, same position, slot receiver. You know, he's got the hands. He gets open. After the catch is really uh, where he excels when he catches. So I
0: feel like he'd be smart enough not to get concussed 20 times as well. That too. He does. You can see he avoids some of
1: the big hits. I mean,
0: yeah, Wes Walker go not good at that.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not at all. And which is why he his career probably Yo, does. for real a little shorter than he he probably wanted. But I mean, uh, I think moving ahead, the Raiders are going to have to rely a little bit more on their run game, and I think they're going to have to get that started early because they got, like I said, two really good running backs and Josh Jacob, I mean. Other than the injuries, he's proven that he can do it for you. If you put it on his shoulders, you know, what I mean, during a game, he could do it for you. He could do it for you. So
0: the the Raiders are now five and five, third place in the AFC West. Um, the next, the last seven games at Cowboys. What is this on Thursday on Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. All right, let's be thankful. This is- at Cowboys on Thanksgiving uh, versus Washington at Chiefs at Browns versus Broncos at Colts versus Chargers.
1: And so it's so funny that before this slide that they're having, everybody's like, oh, well, they're going to have a pretty easy schedule going down. And then you look at it. Now, the Cowboys started to play. They're really good. Washington's actually winning games now. The Chiefs look like the Chiefs once again. <laughs> The, the Browns, because of their defense, I believe, uh, and their running game is holding steady. Yeah. They're not where everybody thought they'd be, but they're still better off. The Broncos, we beat them. They might be the only team that uh, everybody's going to, oh, that's a surefire win. Mm-hmm. The Colts, I mean, were pretty bad against the run at the moment, yeah. which was really, really surprising because uh, we kind of shut down the run for uh, – Cincinnati, who had Mixon. I know he scored a touchdown. Too,
0: he had, I think it was a Mixon game. Yeah. So, he had like 130 yards. Yeah.
1: So, a lot of those yards were like, like I said, it's deceiving because, uh, see, on 30 carries, 120 yards. So, they ran heavily, but they were able to, um, first, second, third quarter, they were able to, like, put stops to him. Oh, my gosh. Mm. This reminds me also penalties. Oh, <laughs> uh, there was a, a, a late hit that stopped a, a fourth down. No, made it a first down. They stopped them on third. Another one, same thing. I think it was a, did they call it a ton? No, it was a, unnecessary roughness. I think again, same thing. Damn. It was third down. They had stopped them on third down. Uh, there was one where they, oh my gosh, they sacked they sacked Burrow and they called it back for lining up in the neutral zone. So things like that really killed him, which was sad because their defense, I know it says 32-13. I know if everybody's following along, yes, I know. But they <laughs> they did a pretty good job in the first couple quarters, and it's hard for your defense to stay uh, that consistent if they're on the field all the time.
0: True, yeah. Yeah,
1: so, but um, <clears throat> yeah, they, 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 they weren't too bad. Defense was, they did pretty good.
0: The... Raiders in the second half, punt, punt, touchdown, interception, and fumble. That's, was that, Derek Carr?
1: Yeah, the fumble was Derek Carr. He was sacked. I think that was in the fourth quarter, something like that. But he, it was, like, on their last drive, and they were, like, ready to score. And he got hit from behind.
0: What are, uh, what record do the, like, what record are the Raiders finishing with? Seven uh-huh. more seven more games. Five and five right now. Hmm. Twelve and five. <laughs> That's how math works. Yeah. <laughs> That's how fandom works. All right. Yes. Um Cincinnati now six and four. They are second, just a game behind uh the Bengals in the AFC North. See what other game the Green Bay Packers travel to Minnesota and lose last second field goal uh, to the Vikings. Minnesota wins thirty four to thirty one. Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers. Jefferson had a game. Oh Definitely. my goodness! Yeah, Jefferson had a game. Oh, Justin Jefferson eight catches, one hundred sixty nine yards, and two scores. And I feel like I played him in three leagues.
1: Was consistent.
0: He did what he had to do. Kirk Cousins twenty four of thirty five, three touchdowns. Ooh, Aaron Rodgers twenty three of thirty three, three hundred eighty five yards, four touchdowns. So they were getting it. It was the, uh, the rushing Dalvin Cook twenty two yards, eighty six or twenty two carries, eighty six yards and a touchdown. AJ Dillon for the Packers eleven totes four. Fifty-three yards. Um, yeah, the quarterback's eight, but Minnesota able to come away with the last-second yeah, victory. They, they
1: just ended up with the ball last.
0: Mm, okay, yeah, last last person with the ball, yeah, wins. I guess they that's had
1: what that type, That's
0: what that type of game was. Yeah, they uh, they got the ball with over two minutes. Uh, after Green Bay scored on a 75-yard touchdown. Wow. Marquise Valdez-Scantling, 75 yards from Aaron Rodgers. And then uh, with two two minutes, eight seconds left, the the Vikings got the ball, drove it down to the 12-yard line. Yep. And had a easy game-winning field goal. I don't know if it was easy because even, like, when you were watching the
1: game, Ooh. like – like, even both teams looked nervous. Even Minnesota. Nervous.
0: <laughs> oh, Minnesota's been having that bad late yeah. game look. Well, I mean, like, they, they were so them. funny.
1: Like, his icing the game. Like, you could, they had the camera on him, and he was just like waiting for the last second before the boss. He's like, Time out, come out. I was like, Yeah, okay,
0: whatever. 12 it's yards. I don't think you're. I don't think you're. <laughs> you're not icing anybody on a 29 yeah. yard field goal. Do you, think, do you think icing works? I think for some.
1: I think if you think too much, it gets into your head, you know? I think um, you come onto the field, you're ready to do it, you know?
0: Yeah. You're just like, let me get out there. Let me take my steps. Let me look at the ball. Let me kick it. Time out. Oh, whoa. Okay. Okay. I have 40 extra seconds, and that's too much where they can, like, freaking miss out, or they can, like, freak out and miss? I, yeah, you know what I mean. Can you can you Just ice people thinking. in basketball? On the free throw line, yeah. Ooh, what you call it? A timeout in between free throws. Yeah, so like if you go like last second, um, uh, foul
1: maybe, mm-hmm. and he goes to the line, and you're like maybe up by one or down by one, you know, or say you're up by one, and he's got to make two, you know. Um, it's different icing the crowd. Uh, I mean icing the the shooter you don't time out you just make the noise you know what i mean what it's the not, crowd needs to do it yeah and it's different from football because you're not as close to the court so those it, guys oh, in football yeah. yeah so those on basketball those guys that sit right behind the basket mm-hmm. that's their job <laughs> That's their job
0: oh man to get the uh... okay so Icing in basketball is just the crowd. What about what about players? Can you do a, a Rajon Rondo and like mess with people oh, at the free throw for line? For sure. For sure. Guys at the line. Yeah.
1: Man. something. Oh man. <laughs> if you hear some of the things that guys say. To each other, I I, oh,
0: my goodness.
1: I yeah. can't repeat them. I can't repeat them. Oh, and man. I, just I don't care how, whatever you oh, got to do to win. <laughs> whatever you got to do to win. Even if you're friends, you'll worry about it later after the game. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just because of the
0: game, but bro, I just, I was just trying to get you to miss, right? <laughs> and obviously, you're mad because you missed. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man, let's go. I'll, I'll buy you an ice cake.
1: And yeah. before we get to the last stuff, I just want to share another stat, man. Uh, from uh, in the last uh, five games, in his last five games. 174 pass blocking snaps, only five pressures, no sacks allowed. Hey, yeah, so no sacks, no sacks allowed, and only
0: five pressures. So, and he's playing right tackle now,
1: yeah, he's coming along really well. No, I think he's still at left, did, or did they? I, th- I did, feel
0: like I saw, I think, uh, who was Did the, they moving back over to the right? Yeah, their left tackle healed up and came back. Okay, and now he's just like. Demolishing people on the right side. Yeah. yeah. So that, I mean... Yeah. Nice. Where'd you get the staff from?
1: Um, some kid posted it on... on uh,
0: nice.
1: IG, one of his homies from Samoa.
0: They so. recognize the production, man.
1: Yeah.
0: What's up? Panayksu or Jamar Chase? More... Like
1: I, th- I think it worked out the way it worked out uh, well for uh, both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. I, mean, I know people will well, you choose like no wins. Well, uh, they can't catch. He can't block, throw, and catch the <laughs> ball, and then tackle them on defense. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
0: it's,
1: it's just, Jamar went to a team where he's able to do what he does, and he's doing it very well. And the other guys who play with him do their job very well. Mm. Well, sorry, Penne went to a team where the other guys aren't doing their job. Right
0: if if you flip their draft uh picks, like if Penne went to the Bengals and Jamar went to the Lions.
1: I think since he would be a little still, they'd be closer to who they are now than Detroit would be better.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Because they still have decent receivers. Yeah. Uh, Higgins, Boyd. Um, Uzama, P- Drew and then they have... Uh,
0: Mixon, uh, Pirine. Mixon,
1: yeah. So, I mean, their, 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 their roster on offense is a lot better than what Benet went into Detroit. so oh, if you yeah, put him, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the impact would... I think it would balance out in a sense. I think it. Uh, obviously, you won't see the production like you do with Jamar Chase. But I think wins-wise and uh, protection-wise, I think... Uh, I think Bro would have been happy, too, after a while, uh, knowing that Benet was blocking for him. hmm I definitely think he'd be a little more upright than he is now. Like, against the Raiders, uh, he had a little scare, too,
0: because of uh, his knee when he got sacked. Um, He's been sacked 28 times this season. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. He's thrown 11 interceptions so far. And I, I –
1: And, yeah, of course, I'm going to be biased because it's Vinny. But I think if Vinny was there, that number would be cut in half, at least.
0: You just have more time. You can decide what you want to do with the ball where you're not just like, oh, snap, I have to throw it. Let me try to throw it in this direction. Oh, intercepted. Right. But he also had that Joe Burrow moment where they all out some some team all out blitzed him and he made the right read. And then he was like, you can't cover zero me. You can't cover zero me. <laughs> he's I'm a like, good quarterback. He's a
1: he's a good quarterback.
0: I mean, but cover zero is just like yeah, it's pressure, but it takes two seconds for the pressure to get to you. So if you know the pressure's coming, yeah, all you have to do is throw it to that one on one. Like where do you or want not, it? the like,
1: the out? If if there's if it's an all out, there's someone someone's gonna be open that.
0: Yeah, that. yeah. You know what I mean? So So I mean, like, don't blitz me and take away all the defensive responsibilities and coverages and. Well, I'm pretty sure he was scared because yeah. the Raiders just <laughs>
1: don't blitz much. They only they only rush for, and he was still getting hit around. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah, the Raiders. I need. I need to see the Raiders. How's the How's the defense? How's the Raider defense?
1: They were better this game. Like I said, the the score is a little deceiving because they played really good defense, uh, throughout the first and second quarter a little bit of the third and then i think they got tired um that's hard to especially the dbs i don't care what you say jamar chase being a rookie and then the guys in the backfield they should know they've been playing longer jamar chase is an incredible talent so you can only hope that you can contain them all four quarters Mm -hmm. but to do it like for the first three quarters and have your offense not kind of produce like they're supposed to producing that's tough you know if 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 I think if their offense was was a little bit uh more consistent at moving the ball down the field, uh not not even having to score touchdowns all the time. If they were able to get down the field, kick a few field goals, uh in the middle of scoring like a touchdown here and there, I think the defense would uh have been a little bit more energized and able to finish out the game. But
0: does not matter? Twelve and five.
1: Yeah. 12 and, yeah, twelve and five. That's what we're aiming for.
0: The Arizona the Arizona Cardinals beat the Seahawks 23 to 13. Tom Brady beat the Giants on Monday Night Football 30 to 10.
1: If you are a Giants fan, you're the only person that I allow to think that that team was going to beat Tom Brady on Monday Night Football.
0: <laughs> you're the only one That's allowed to be that delusional.
1: Yeah, you are the only one
0: allowed to be that delusional because you cheer for that team. Noah was like, the Giants are Tom Brady's kryptonite, though. And I was like, where is he getting that from? Oh, yeah, the Super Bowls. Yeah. No, so not the Giants. It was Eli Manning. (laughs) That was his kryptonite.
1: (laughs) Eli Manning. Sorry, Noah, I'm not saying you're wrong, but, I mean... Eli Manning's not with the team anymore and he got spanked. I think it was Eli Manning that was their
0: kryptonite. The um have you watched the Monday Night Football Manning cast on ESPN2?
1: It's, uh, we watched me and Noah watched, I think, the first game and then like a couple others, like just uh briefly. I it's entertaining. I know I know a lot of people find it irritating though, because they're really trying to watch the game. Mm. But like <laughs> It keeps me entertained.
0: Uh, I, yeah, I also find it entertaining. Uh, I think it's a little much sometimes, like the interviews some, and stuff. Sometimes, yeah. I'd rather I mean, they like just talk, talk football. Talk about the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, having those two, like, oh gosh, break uh, stuff
1: down. You know who I want them to have on the show with them, Tony Romo. That would be incredible.
0: Oh, man, that would be so incredible. I feel like they try to joke around too much. We're like, nah, guys, we want I, you to get into the football and I think that's it. what
1: that's what ESPN probably had in mind though. Oh
0: is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Just their charisma and their, their humor to come across and carry the show a little bit more. Because I mean, you could just really change the channel if you want to watch the football. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like you, that, not only do they have some of the most famous football brothers in history. They're giving them guests, like right. famous guests, famous guests, like Tom Brady, like LeBron James, LeBron James, uh, Phil Mickelson, or Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're having <laughs> like, and I just keep thinking over on ESPN One, <laughs> Lewis Reddick, Steve and- Levy, and oh Brian Greasy are just talking to themselves. <laughs> You know you know what the best thing is, though, is that
1: they don't have Booger on that anymore. Oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, man. I like Booger. I oh, did I not like him either. in the booth at all. No, not they at had all. Him, they had him on the sideline in that little cart. Wait, wait, so that's what me and Will were talking about. It's like, like, it
1: didn't work in the booth. But no, you're going to give him his own little cart that elevates? What the hell? And then after that, you no. put him in the studio. Still not working, man. Like, come <laughs>
0: what on. What was it? what was it with booger i don't booger, know i think booger he tries too hard i think he's trying too hard i don't yeah. know I, I feel like he so anyone that has expertise and like on the job for years expertise is someone i can listen to talk about you know whatever like right. if booger McFarland as a former d lineman um, Yeah, D-Lineman, a professional football player, wants to tell me about the intricacies and the habits of D-Lineman and how you have to move your hands or whatever. That's interesting to me, especially about football. Right. But just, I don't know what it was. I I don't know if the main person, like the play-by-play person, asking him the questions and stuff just wasn't setting him up right or if Booger was just giving really off answers or something, but it just... Didn't work, yeah. No, it was something, but sure. Now he's on like NFL Live. Yeah, <laughs> still not healthy. No, it's it's. I don't know what it is. You know, I I hope the best for Booger. I hope the best for the Steeler fans. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling this week? It's a good week. I Another know some team. of y'all down I could or like, down to Ha so ha. Fine. ha, ha. <laughs> I know some Sealer fans that uh, went down to SoFi Stadium in L.A. this weekend for the tailgate. That's tough. Uh, Jr. he was like, hey, do you want to go down to the game? And I was like, I don't have SoFi ticket money. <laughs> and he was like, uh, the tailgate is free. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. All right, I see you. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, but again, in L.A., the opposing team showed up. The opposing team's fans filled a good chunk of that stadium. The Steelers travel well, but the amount of terrible towels was ridiculous. So, I mean, so with the Raiders, that's
1: different. The Raiders, they, they, they were California really. And it's just the attitude of the team. Uh, from L.A. to Oakland. Um, California loved the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So that's understandable. And then again, you also have like Pittsburgh. Just okay. We'll be real. Troy Polamalu. That's probably what brought a lot of the. Oh (laughs) yeah! Yeah. How many
0: Steeler fans were there before like two thousand five? Exactly.
1: I mean, there are a lot, but I mean, in California, I don't know, not too many. You know how many Samoan Steeler fans? You know, so I mean, somebody asked that before. There were actually a lot. I don't know why, but they still not as many as they were after obviously, but there were still quite a few. I remember there still quite a few, but definitely Troy Polamalu's uh, uh, influence on fans becoming Steeler fans is just big. It's big. But also, you guys just have to give the city time because you guys kind of just moved out there. And uh, once you guys start winning and making like your own moments, like this game Justin Herbert probably could have been one of those moments where LA fans are like hell yeah that's our quarterback you know yeah also tough though because the Rams are having a really great season
0: so I feel like if your team is winning you're gonna pick up more fans not all fans are the you know regardless of what the situation is like us like yeah, not yeah. not everybody's ride right or die. People are gonna no. like the teams that win. Yeah, gonna
1: like, you
0: know, like the definitely. teams that like are getting hyped up on on ESPN that, or on that
1: they can talk crap about with with their friends. You know they can yeah. boast about when they're with their homies and just be like, "No, see, Chargers. Like, <laughs>
0: are you a Rams fan?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, Rams fan because they're right. eight and two or whatever." Like for the Chargers, I don't. I mean, I know consistent winning is the easiest way to add, you know, fans and kind of and people that'll back you, like backers, right? But it's it's been so difficult.
1: <laughs> I, I think Justin Herbert's winning them over, and so without the wins, another way is having a a face of the franchise who mm-hmm. the fans can look at and be like, yeah. So I think him and Keenan Allen together, even though Keenan Allen's getting a little older, but. Oh, yeah uh both of those I think those three are really big names that can bring more fans to the chargers so uh yeah
0: speaking of the game I know the game was a little too close for comfort for you uh, <laughs> oh man we were up 14 and then we were not and then you but also
1: so I mean I know you weren't too surprised because um just like your def- like our defense your defense is probably not the best part of the team or hasn't been the best part of the team the last few seasons. And just like the Raiders, your defense is a little bit of this season. Um, But I mean,
0: was it, I mean, did you expect it to be that bad? Like the defense? Yeah. That's my thing. Brandon Staley, the defensive Mm -hmm. coordinator of the Rams last year hired as the defensive mastermind 37. Look at all these games. That the Chargers are giving up more than 30 points. It's kind of ridiculous. So I don't I don't know what like what part there is is happening where the defensive coach is giving up what is this? 27, 34, 42. <laughs> what? 37, 27. What? Why? What is happen- What what are where where is the breakdown between the defensive coach and the talented defensive roster and on Sundays getting run over yeah. for the most yards in the league? What, yeah. Where is the disconnect? I think it goes back to uh, fit and scheme again. Um, yeah. So Brandon
1: State coming over totally different defensive players he had on that team that he was able to run that scheme with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he came over here, and now he's trying to implement his scheme. Um, but he doesn't have the players to run it like he did. And uh, you want to say, yeah, th- let this guy come in, put in his system. It's going to work. But, I mean, why didn't you go out and get a a, a coordinator that maybe matches your defense a little better? And it's like people like, I think, I think Drew Tranquil is a really good linebacker. Plus he's from Notre Dame. So I'm a fan. Notre Dame, yep. But I think Kenneth Murray is a much better linebacker than him. But for your defense, I think Tranquil is better suited to play that defense.
0: But he's still. There's there's two linebackers in that defense, right? And they're five DBs. Five DBs. So, and then
1: uh, your DBs, aren't that great to like like you have five out there no you but uh no yeah what's his name your safety yeah
0: derwin james
1: derwin james is amazing but he can't do everything by himself
0: right right and And he plays up sometimes so that leaves the whole secondary just as a
1: (sighs) and just the way that they're playing
0: now like uh two of the
1: players that they released and i know probably because they thought it fit uh bradley's scheme better but i mean maybe they could have kept Um, Hayward and Faison, who were both on San Diego's team last year and did pretty... I mean, I guess they had down seasons, but before that both of them, well, mainly Hayward, had really good seasons with uh, Seattle. Showtime, Casey Hayward. Yeah. And then they released him, and then you see the season that he's having with Las Vegas. It's just like, why did you release him in the first place?
0: There are are a bunch of uh, familiar names. That are that I see in black and silver. Yeah. Uh Damian Square, Denzel Perryman, uh, and, Casey and Hayward.
1: It's, it's a lot of a lot of that is because uh you have eyes on them
0: the mm-hmm. whole season, you know yeah. what I mean? In the division, yep. yeah.
1: Yeah. So so you're able to scout those guys really good and you know what they can do. You've seen them play, you've actually seen them play. And then also because Bradley's there and he's had them on his team before. And they, 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 they know how to run his scheme. Who's Bradley? I mean, uh, Brad, uh, our defensive coordinator. Um,
0: Gus Bradley? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so, like, all of those guys played for Gus Bradley at one point. They know how to run his scheme.
0: So you oh, guys. okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, they're familiar with the scheme. Yeah. Even though it's a new location, new teammates, yeah. you still, still the kinda... same.
1: yeah, you already know. And that's, I think, Casey Hayward's number one reason for signing with the mm-hmm. with the Raiders familiar was that, with the defense. Familiar with the defense, and Bradley himself was the one that called him and was like, "You know, hey man, come on, come play with us." There was a lot of teams he said that was offering more money and probably better teams, but the fact that he knew he could go over there and perform uh, at his best. You know, I mean, it put him in the best position to be the best player that he can, he knows he can be.
0: The Los Angeles Chargers uh, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers Sunday Night Football by a score of 41 to 37. Justin Herbert, 30 of 41, 382 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Also had 90 yards rushing. Uh, What a good. Again,
1: if you're if you're a Chargers fan and you're not going to the games right now, the next couple games just to watch Justin Herbert do something like that, I mean, you gotta get on board, man. And if you're yeah. in San Diego, man, drive down and watch. You're still a Chargers fan, I know you are. All right. I know. I know Chargers fans
0: are. Oh really no, there are that that. some. There are some that are all out. That are full out. Like I'm in Charger fan uh, Facebook groups, and some of them have left the group. Like, they're not about... And this was, like, right when they moved to L.A. They, yeah, very not about it. Some of them, most of them are, you know, okay, yeah, I guess I'll root for you or whatever. We'll still... But now that they're winning a little bit, you know, you're going to start seeing people come back. Uh, who who are they going to cheer for? Niners? Come on. I know, right? The come Padres. No, nah, they just switched to baseball. They're like, go Padres. And I'm like... That's tough. Yeah. Oh, the Padres are, Padres are kind of hot. Machado, <laughs> Tatis, uh, Austin Eckler, four touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns. Where is Austin Eckler in, like, the top ten running backs? Is he top he has, five? I, it- I think if he's not top five, he's at least
1: right outside, like, six or seven. He's got to be. I mean, I know he's not, like, a household name, but mm-hmm. – but he produces, man. And smaller guy, still yeah, smaller runs.
0: guy. And nah, he has uh, his moments where he gets stuffed.
1: No, of course. And that's every running back, though. Like, you know, even I've seen I mean, everybody's seen uh, Henry get stuffed too. Not very often, but <laughs> I, mean,
0: uh, I mean, so on like fourth and one, they gave it to Austin Eckler. At, we we're at like the 30 something yard line, our own 30 and trying to drive for the game-winning field goal. Instead, he gets stuffed on fourth and one, and the Steelers, I don't know what do they do, kick a, kick a field goal for to go up?
1: And I, I think I think that's probably going to be San Diego's – San Diego, sorry, L.A. Uh, I think that's what they need to probably maybe pick up in the next free agent uh, round in the offseason is somebody who can get those short yardage uh, oh. plays for them. Because Eckler's he's like he's more of a shake and miss kind of guy, like running back stretch. out of the Stretch.
0: Yeah, like yeah. A, let's stretch it to the outside and then cut yeah. up if you have a lane. And
1: he's he's got well man,
0: don't break your ankles. He's he's nice. Yeah. Uh yeah, he had that one uh little dump off on the right side where he just he went just went on shook one with up, somebody and shook yeah, he shook him shook the next guy, and then dragged the third guy into the end zone. And I was just sitting there like, yes, that is what we need. Um, yeah, but then the, the Steelers scored five times in the fourth quarter. Yeah,
1: so I mean, but at this point, like, I think Chargers fans and, like, the coaching staff just be like, you know what, let's just become the Phoenix Suns. We'll see if anybody can score like we score. We'll just outscore. Mm. You know what I mean? Just put up points. See if teams can last with you. And then just have your defense play as hard as they can. You know <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and if they play a good game, fine. If not, just let your offense score the whole game. See if people can stay with you.
0: Ben Roethlisberger tried. He kept up 28 of 44, 273 yards, three touchdowns. Deontay Johnson on 13 targets at seven catches, 101 yards and a score. Najee Harris uh, was out for a little bit after taking a shot to the head. Finishes with 12 carries and five catches for for 60 yards and a touchdown. Do you
1: guys not have Josh Kelly anymore? We
0: do. I I figured he's not allowed to touch the ball.
1: No, yeah, I figured he would have been your short yardage uh, yeah. running back.
0: He's a he's big dude. Pow- yeah, he's the power halfback. Like, yeah. that, he's a big dude that's supposed to get you three yards. Yeah, and, and that's what he did. And he's not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Josh Kelly is uh, not Look, performing even- well.
1: Even Andre Roberts had a run. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, Andre Roberts had a run. Larry Roundtree had a run. Had a couple of uh, carries. Right. Joshua Palmer on the end around. Jalen Guyton on the end around. Like they're trying to mix it up. I mean, but this game, Austin Eckler did his thing. Four touchdowns. Justin Herbert, three hundred yards, three almost four hundred yards passing, plus ninety yards on the ground. What is that? Look, so he was getting these runs because the Steelers were playing man-to-man, and when the Steelers' defenders would run with the Chargers' uh, wide receivers, Herbert would exploit the open side of the field and just run through it. Get he a first run. down. And he can run. Like, he, he can, can go. He's 6'6". He's got long stride. Get out there. But he also he also slides which is yeah, great. He's smart. You'll love to see. Get down, you know, don't try I mean he tried once to shake like the last cornerback, but then he got caught by Cam Hayward. <laughs> and then flip and then flipped over and punched. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. If there's if there's any way
1: that cam hayward is able to catch up to me and tackle me yeah i'm falling down i don't care yo
0: yeah but also why did you get caught by cam hayward he's he's been he's the only defensive lineman for the Steelers. oh that is also worth noting this steelers team tied with detroit last week and we only beat them by four and they did not have tj watt they were down so many people so Hey, Some... you know what
1: you can look forward to? If you guys ever play Detroit, at least you know you'll beat Detroit.
0: <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. We'll probably let them score 40 points. And then we'll have to score 40 or more. And that's not always a given. But yeah, the uh the Chargers win this one. The Chargers now six and four. The Steelers are five, four, and one. And we're moving on to next week. Who's next week? Broncos. Chargers play the Broncos next week. So, should be another tough defense. And, I mean, no Von Miller now. Hey. But, still no uh, Chubb either. No Bradley Chubb still? All right. So, Patrick Sertan, Justin Simmons. Yeah. You hear some, some stars in the secondary, but. Justin Herbert is going to have to continue to progress to an upper-tier quarterback and just show that defense right. matchup proof he can still win and the I'm Chargers can I'm, win.
1: Yeah. I'm a fan of uh, Herbert. And if Will's listening, not the Oregon Herbert, the Chargers Herbert. Two different yeah. Herbers.
0: Yeah, We've, we forgive Justin Herbert for having to go through that and be a duck for yeah. so many years. But he made it. He made it out, and he's... Right, you know, and because he made it out, he deserves to have a good career in the NFL. Whoa! The Chargers have five defensive players over the last two weeks who have either tested positive or had to go on the reserve COVID list as a close contact. Oh, that's why Linval Joseph wasn't in this game. Yeah. A bunch of the D-linemen were uh, Garziano, uh, Braden Fihoko. Uh He was, like, on the first drive, made a big play. Um Oh wow, I didn't even know you guys signed Braden. Yeah, uh last year, like uh out of uh as a undra I think as an undrafted free agent. As and as then you? yeah, and then this year back uh in training camp and then I think he was on the practice squad again earlier this year, but he's been with with the injuries and, and people not being able able oh, to play, so, I've been seeing him on the field. That is
1: little known fact of uh well, probably, I don't know if it's little, but uh Braden Fehoko's father uh was the mascot for uh the UH Warriors. Oh uh, they called him Vili the Warrior, and he was the one that got dressed up in uh, the tea leaves, pinning his face, and yeah, let them out of the tunnel and everything. So, yeah, Braden used to be at all those games.
0: Nice, that's he why he this. can get hype. He can yeah. he can lead a crowd. Yeah, so. That is the football recap. Let's uh let's finish with coach talk. The Sacramento Kings Ooh. chose to fire their head coach, former Laker, tough. Luke Walton. Luke Walton is out. He is no longer coaching professional basketball. To,
1: uh, Alvin Gentry is gonna step in as the interim
0: coach? Alvin Gentry named as the Kings interim coach. Now coach to coach. What would you what would you say to to Luke Walton? Is it should he continue doing? Uh, should he go to like a be a bench coach? Should he look for another head coaching job? Is it necessarily an NBA head coaching job? What do you well, well, what would you I say mean, to Luke Walton?
1: One for him, it's going to be an NBA coaching job just because he does have. A, a really good basketball head, uh, you know, mm-hmm. his IQ for the game is amazing and coaching as well. Um, and he's still going to have people who are going to back him up uh, in the league and tell other teams, you know, he's worth signing. I know the stint with the Lakers wasn't great, uh, but able to sit and learn from Steve Kerr in uh, in Golden State counts for a lot you know, having to learn from some of these guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's still young, so he's going to have his his options. Uh, but if if I'm his homie or, you know, I mean, he sits down with his wife at night and he's thinking about things, I don't know, I'd, maybe I'd give it a college a, – a college uh, – a, a, a chance to be a coach at if they came asking. Uh, I mean – Wow. I think it'd be cool to see him go back to Arizona, coach at Arizona. I don't know if they're looking for a coach or how bad they were last year or this year. Arizona used to be one of my favorite teams, and that's where Luke Walton went to school at. I think a lot of the – I think kids in college are different now as well as when he was in college, but I think maybe they'll be more receptive to him being that young.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think in the NBA, it's kind of tough – coaching these guys who have been playing just as long as you longer now, of course, you know, uh, had better careers than you. Sometimes it's hard to tell somebody who like, like imagine if he was coaching LeBron, how does he tell LeBron what to do on the court and have LeBron, you know, be like, Oh, no, you're right.
0: Uh, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like
1: that's tough. That's tough. Um, he might be like, uh, uh, Yes, just a basketball family. Maybe that's also why he gets some of the, the attention he does as a coach, like why teams look for him. But obviously, because every time he's looking for a job, there's at least four teams waiting to hire him that need a coach. So obviously they're doing their research and they they I think they really do uh the teams around the league really believe in what he does. Yeah. But I do, I yeah, I yeah, not the Kings, not at all. But also, that was tough. I mean, I don't know if you heard uh Tristan Thompson's interview when there he was like, I'm a grown ass man, I don't need a coach for me to motivate me, I don't need for Luke Walton to come out here and tell me that I need to play harder, you know. I mean, and I know he was just trying to say that he should be playing harder anyway, but he it came off almost like you know, I mean. He didn't like Luke Walton, which is probably not the case. But but,
0: but the way he said it was like I don't yeah. need a coach.
1: Yeah, like I, and and it's like of all people, if I'm going to listen to, it, it's probably not going to be Luke Walton who's going to motivate me. And yeah. that's yeah. And they're professionals, so I mean, that's there's some truth into what he's saying. But at the end of the day, like some people do need to be motivated to play. And he was really Tristan Thomas was like yeah, and if uh, you're on my team and you need someone to motivate you to play then I don't want you on my team. One, you're not paying everybody else. (laughs) Two, get out of here. You're Tristan Thompson.
0: (laughs) Three, you're one of the people that needs to be motivated to play. Yeah, you're not doing. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not motivated, I don't want you on my team. Then leave, sir, (laughs) because they need you to rebound and you're not. If you ain't never
1: uh dated a Kardashian, no one would have ever knew who you was, Chisley.
0: Yeah, no, no, Tristan Thompson, the rebound machine for LeBron in Cleveland. When he was in high school. <laughs> it's probably a monster. In Which high
1: was sad school. because he was like a five-star uh recruit coming out of high school going to Texas.
0: And then what? Like he didn't he didn't pan out? No, then he started playing people who were just his size. Oh. So <laughs> was like, oh, this is difficult. Because oh my gosh, there are people better than you. So oh, you will find out. So for for Luke Walton, keep the dream alive, but maybe maybe you switch to college. Maybe they'd be just, a little bit maybe better responsive?
1: Change. I I still think he's going to end up in the NBA. Uh, like you said, either on the uh, on a, as an assistant coach somewhere, uh. Or a head coach, because I've seen worse coaches get chances to coach oh my God. in the NBA. the <laughs> Antoni. Uh,
0: seven seconds or less. Like that guy. and uh, I mean, look, and
1: I'm Alvin Gentry is just the interim coach. And I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but the opportunities that, that man has had to coach is like, you know what I mean? He, Obviously, Luke Walton's gonna get another chance. Alvin gentry has been the head coach like uh, a lot. Or, yeah, a lot over the past like <laughs> 10 years. And then, like, then you guys got you got guys like Doc Rivers, who's so overhyped as a coach. Oh my gosh. Like, besides the Boston Championship, what 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 is he doing for the franchises that have been hiring him?
0: Oh man. Are we going to dive on Doc Rivers? No,
1: because we have to work tomorrow. Oh, right.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> we could, that would just
1: keep us here until like two in the morning. I, she's so, yeah. really,
0: oh yeah. you know, the hour long weekly recaps we're doing. Yeah, I know. We're it's now like, at 90 minutes. No, so wait, funny. no, sorry. We're at 110 minutes. Yeah, but yeah, no, we're Luke just Walton. freestyling football. Yeah. Like...
1: That's because it's fun. And you no, know, Luke Walton should definitely, uh, if if he has an opportunity to stay in the NFL, definitely stay in the NFL. Uh, if he has an opportunity to go to college, uh, and it's a better deal for him, like I think the, I think I think he should try because I think he'd have more of an impact with his players. Especially at his age. He's so young still. Mm-hmm. People forget that. People forget that he's still so young. I'm 41. I'm older than Luke Walton. And he's oh, been an NBA, yeah, he's been an NBA coach for let's see how old he is uh but he's 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 still young he's still young um on that bench yeah um
0: how old is he? I think he's 41 oh is it? no march
1: 28th oh she's so still 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 young then yeah <laughs> I'm sorry I'm older than him Go, Which- Luke yeah. When's your birthday? Wow, we were born the same year. I'm older than him. I was born in January. So I'm still older than him, but, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, 41 for him. And to be coaching that long, a head coach in the NBA for that long, him and Brad Stevens, two of the younger, uh, yeah. better coaches in the NBA, Um, I think he should definitely just weigh his options. Uh, It's early right now. Maybe not – he doesn't have to – it's not like he's hurting for money maybe at right now. I don't know his financials, but I don't think he's hurting for money. Nah. So he can afford to just kind of just take his time and think about things, what his next move is, uh, spend some time with his family, because I'm pretty sure uh, being an NBA head coach, being an NBA assistant coach is probably taxing on your family life, uh, yeah, spending true. time with them. So I think uh, – I think – I think he's, he's in a good position right now. I think he's in a good position, and he'll be able to – I think he'll be able to pick from a, a, a decent amount of jobs. And, I mean, hey, he can go as far as back to high school because look at um, Mike Bibby's doing a really great job uh, at the high school he's coaching at. Um, Brandon Roy, another guy doing great at the high school he's at. So there's a lot of guys. And then you go to college. Uh, Jawan Howard at Michigan, uh, mm-hmm. building the program back up. They look really good. Uh, Penny Hardaway at Memphis. Uh, got two of the better recruits in the country in the last five years playing for him. in Imoni Bates and, sorry to the other guy, I forgot your name, because Bates is so incredible. You know I mean? Just the fact that Imoni Bates decided to uh, reclassify and go to college early, 17-year-old destroying defenses right now at Memphis. Uh if you haven't watched Memphis, go watch Memphis play basketball. They're good. Also watch North Carolina just because they're my favorite team ever. But
0: um I'm going I'm gonna read Luke Walton's six years of coaching record. Not going to, it's not gonna look good. That's it. It's not gonna it. look, good. It's not going to look good. 2016 with the Lakers, 26 and 56. This was a nine game improvement from their franchise worst 17 and fifth and 65 the year before. Uh, 35 and 47, 37 and 45, with the Kings 31 and 41, 31 and 41, and then fired after the 6 and 11 start this year. So Missed also, the playoffs all five seasons.
1: As Lance is uh, reading these numbers off, if you guys are just looking and like, no, he really sucks, also <laughs> go, go back and look at the teams that he was coaching. Look at the talent that was on the team. Except for this, I mean, maybe that that second, you no, know, the first Sacramento season, he probably had some really good young talent, and maybe they should be developed by now. But so one, look at Bagley, who refuses to play right now. Luke Walton sent him to the game. And my man sat on the bench and like a child. Wow. I, I know you're in a like a contract dispute and they tried to trade you early wow. like in the offseason, but I mean you're still a professional, man. Like
0: for real, yeah. I mean, don't do Coach I, Luke like that. Yeah, I mean,
1: don't do yourself like that. I mean, it really makes you look like an asshole. Like, okay. what other coach would want you to play for them? For but real. yeah, so if you're looking at these numbers, to be fair to uh, Luke Walton, you can go back and look at the those three Lakers teams were definitely not close to any of the uh, decent Lakers teams that. Have ever been no LeBron no LeBron uh who did he have I mean he really didn't and some of the guys that are uh did he have Kuzma and uh no I think he had Ingram
0: yeah he had the 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 young core
1: yeah and they were still young at the time they were exciting because everybody watched them but um then they disbanded them a little too early, and they didn't want Luke Walton.
0: I mean, they did it to get LeBron, and then AD. Yeah, I mean, it's working out okay, but
1: not as not like they expected it to. Right, right now, a lot of Lakers fans and the front office expected three championships by now.
0: Oh, that's unreasonable. But, you can't but, have all the championships. You know what I mean? So I mean, um, you could want them, but let's yeah. let's.
1: There, this league. That's yeah. that's what happens when you come on to national television and say, not one championship, not two, not three, not three but not okay.
0: four, not five, and you left after two, not six, not seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he <it> was like, <laughs> not three, Maybe not that's four. four, not five. I didn't five, say I was going to get
1: them all here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yo! Shout out, LeBron. Thanks for bringing a title back to Los Angeles. We very much appreciate it. You can keep doing that if you want.
1: Right, and uh, you're a thug now. For uh,
0: oh my goodness,
1: <laughs> no, no, sock
0: no. that man in the face!
1: Yeah, we're not going to talk about that now because I have so much to say about everybody who was involved, which is well, okay. All right, let's we will back. talk about it though next year
0: Let's come let Let's come back with some other basketball people and, and get that in. Yeah. Um. That's the recap. Any, uh, shout outs for this week. You got anything, uh, going on? Uh, man, shout
1: out to everybody. It's Thanksgiving week, man. Uh, if you haven't sat down recently and looked at a lot of the things that you should be grateful in your life, like, and it's, it's human nature to yeah. kind of, uh, take a lot of things for granted and take people for granted your job, maybe just, just the good things in your life. And um, I know sometimes uh, we lose things and we kind of just focus on that, whether it be like in a relationship, if you lose like a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, uh, a breakup or anything like that, your your whole world is just especially how deep you were into a relationship, or if you lose a job, or uh, you're doing bad in school, it's so easy to focus on that one thing that's mm-hmm you know, I mean, the, the, such the big, the negative in your life that, uh, we don't kind of just sit back and look at all the stuff that you should be grateful for. And if you just take two minutes to look around you, you'll just, you'll find, you know, how many, how many things you can be grateful for. I know it's not going to take away from the things that aren't happening for you at the moment, but it'll ease some of that, uh, anxiety, some of that, um, Mm -hmm that depression that you have for,
0: you know, there's just so much to be grateful for. Um, Amen. Yeah. I mean, just like look around, yo, for two minutes. Yeah. So many things. Just, You're like, I oh, mean, walls, roof, right. bed, internet. Right. right. Just, I mean, warriors in, just always out here. Super. Yeah. Yeah. Being, being grateful and thankful for what you have instead of, you know, yeah, man. Wanting I mean, something that you don't. This, I mean, that's tough. To
1: I know it's tough out there, guys. It's not a perfect world. And mm. there's a lot of things that just weigh on you from uh, just your daily life, man. And, and I know um, there are certain people out there who kind of just be able to brush it off. There's certain people who just keep it to themselves. And then there's, there's other people who are, they just pile everything on their shoulders, their problems, their friends' problems, you know, people at work, mm-hmm. like, just because that, that's, you know what I mean, what they do, I mean, man. And so if there's a shout out, I mean, we said all that, and the shout out goes to just all the amazing people in my life that I'm grateful for, including you, Lance, uh, there's just so much. There's so many people um, that I could just go on and on and on about being grateful for, for having in my life because um, obviously my life isn't perfect either. And there's there's a lot of things that go on in my life that I don't like. I I don't feel like I want to put that stress on somebody else. I keep it to myself. Yeah. But I'm just I'm grateful for the people that I have in my life help me deal with that like i don't even have to tell mm. them but the fact that they that they're in my life it helps me deal with a lot of things that i i don't share with a lot of people and be grateful because not everybody has that they don't have a lot like not everybody has people in their life can, you oh, know
0: man right it, yeah
1: like not everybody's solid man so if you have solid people in your life be grateful be grateful yeah. hold on to that uh and when you guys get together whether it be a, Frank, a Friendsgiving uh, celebration before Thursday or if you guys get together for traditional Thanksgiving on Thursday, just look around, man, and um, tell people how grateful you are for them. Uh, every chance you get to tell someone you love them, yeah, man, don't, don't hold back. Don't hold back because just as long as you would had it, you can lose it within mm. seconds, seconds.
0: Appreciate those around you. Amen. You know, Meanwhile. while we still can. Love, love hard. Love, like, yeah. Get you can out.
1: never have too much love and light in your life.
0: Never. Love and light to all. And yeah, though, that's a shout out. Be thankful, be grateful. And you know what? Tell tell people how much you appreciate them. Amen. Yeah, let Amen. them know. Don't, don't. Uh, don't wait. Yeah. Don't wait. Yeah, don't wait. Love now. Yeah. <sighs> um, yeah, well, and a, a a happy Thanksgiving to uh to all the listeners and to you and the guys and hey, man. uh man, Raiders versus Cowboys on Thursday. Can we get a prediction? Oh yeah, Raiders win. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Raiders, Raiders win.
1: That's on the way, on
0: the way to twelve and five.
1: Like my, I already said my prayer. I'm saying it throughout the week. God, it's just one game. We win this. We're
0: <laughs> <laughs> gonna have Will on the show next week to come and break down why the Cowboys lost by so much versus the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Like we got Philly,
1: I was cool. You know what I mean. And now we gotta get Dallas.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, that's our show. Appreciate everybody for listening. I'm Lance Fox, home for Forest Don't Aloud. This has been Polynesia Sports. Love and light. Peace. Amen. Today's show, as always, sponsored by com for gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LavasaIslandApparel.com.